Hey, it's Coco and Carly, and we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week, we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we are spiritual beings having human experiences. This is your vibrational experience. Welcome back. What an amazing weekend. How is everybody feeling? I have been getting so many messages about the channeled activation that I did on the weekend. If you haven't done it, still do it. It doesn't have to be done in that specific day, moment, or energy. Whenever it comes into your world is exactly when it needs to. I was blown away by that activation. I listened to it three times, and on the third time, I just sobbed and sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. And I was like, the experience that I was seeing, the things that were coming through me, I was like, what a time to be alive. No matter where you are in your journey right now, whether you're in the bliss, whether you're going through the layers, whether you're having breakthroughs, whether you're liking, you're like, who the heck is this girl and this podcast and what am I even listening to? It doesn't matter either way. You're exactly where you need to be and show yourself compassion because this journey is profound. It's life-changing and this energy right now is so potent. The next six months of this year, I am so excited to see how it unfolds in our physical world because the energy that I'm seeing is like nothing ever before. So this week's episode, we have Scott with us again, and we talk about the good topic where it's like, why, why would I even want to get rid of my ego? Like, why would I want to dismantle? Why would I want to move that curtain and that veil back? Because when you live an egoic life, you can have the security, you can have all the luxuries, all the external things. It's like, quote unquote, I'm comfortable. Like, why would I want to shake things up? And we really talk about this question and also how to stay in that vibration as you do begin to, quote unquote, do the work and really shake up your ego. Because as you do, you're going to notice the tests and the people that start judging you and say like, why would you do this? And let's stay in this comfortableness and all the things. So this is really to help you on your journey. And we have really been taking the pulse and listening to the conversations and what everybody has been saying to us about the different vibrations and what's going on and how many of you guys are still kind of in like the closet, feeling alone, feeling like your only like safe place with your work is listening to our podcast or doing your work alone in your home. Because when you go out into the world, it's like, everybody's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And we are here to help you through. So take this in, enjoy it. We tried to give you as many examples and practical things to help you put it into your day to day. Again, thank you so much, no matter where you are in the world. Thank you for listening and taking this time out for you and your soul and for helping you take that time. You are starting to remember the heartbeat of your soul. Again, you can follow us on Soul Rehab Podcast on Instagram. And if you'd like to book any sessions and begin your journey with me, you can follow me or uh, click the link on my profile under consciously underscore Coco. Episode 30. That's funny because I remember like in the beginning of the year, you're like, 
we're going to need guests. Like, what do we have to talk about? I think I brought up brought, up, brought that up before, but here we are. Well, like, as soon as we got to episode 10, I was like, what are we going to talk about? We have like, so much. We have so much. Yeah. I was just in a channel, and Carly said I was in for a long time, but honestly, it felt like a minute. It had to be at least, well, Scott was like 30 minutes at least. Well, yeah, guest appearing oh, yeah, on the Scott's podcast here. today is Scott. Oh, yeah, Scott's so here. So we have guests. Yeah. So we have guests. It's just me. It's just me. Yeah, no big deal. No, no big, big deal. deal. No big deal. <laughs> So how is everybody after that amazing weekend? I hope a few of you guys got a chance to listen to the download and activation that I put up. Again, that's like a whole lesson in ego, you guys. I was in the bathtub and I got the nudge and they're like, let us come through and channel this. So I did. And then I was editing it, like putting music to it. And the ego was like, oh, you better not put this out. It's going to be too advanced. People aren't going to like it. They're you gonna... texted me too. And you're like, I don't know. If at least like one person listens, yeah, I'll be so happy. Then that's my rule. <laughs> my rule since I started this journey um, was this is for one person. And then once I put it up, I got so many messages. So you guys, like amazing. What an amazing, profound weekend. And not only for like the level of bliss, and abundance and like I had that whole moment where Scott had said to us in February like I think our winter is ending like I can feel our spring coming and I was like oh my god I feel that but then like nothing physically was like massively changing changing. but on Saturday I said to him I'm like holy shit like we're in spring and if this is spring what the hell is summer gonna be like yeah wild (laughs) it's gonna be wild yeah (laughs) so I know that not everybody's in that bliss stage but wherever you were this weekend is exactly where you need to be because it was that relaunch Mm -hmm. release and remember well a lot of people I felt like had major breakthroughs major like maybe it wasn't bliss but it was like oh my god like those aha moments yeah it was that layer that you've been avoiding that also came to the surface you know, it was on every level. It yeah. could have been, you know, memories from childhood, memories from younger years, your marriages, your relationships, like whatever was happening for you this weekend was meant to be. Mm-hmm. And either you were spiraling up or you were spiraling down hard. But regardless, I always say that you're, you're exactly where you need to be. So a profound weekend and a pure example of, well, the shift, like yeah, the guides have always said, like, the external might look the same, but you cannot even begin to understand what's happened behind the scenes. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, yeah. and it's so true because, like, hindsight's always twenty twenty two. because when you're in it, you're like, oh, my God, I can't take anymore, and then you look back, and you're like, what was I so concerned about? Yeah, or you see that, that moment where everything pivoted. Yeah. Well, the internal thoughts usually lead to external actions, so it always starts with small changes on the inside and making small different decisions that leads to bigger things, and everything takes time just to kind of like manifest out and and shift and change so yeah Yeah, and it's like that consistency that that's the hardest right with anything like with with weight loss with you know building a business with university it's Mm -hmm. like just that like everyday consistency but then all of a sudden when you graduate university after four years you're like that was fast yeah you know but when you're in it you're like I'm I just want to get my career I just want to be over yeah and (laughs) it takes forever and so today I feel like it's really important for us to talk about you know why why the heck would you want to move out of ego 
you know, because Eagle, Eagle's looking pretty good right now. Eagle gives you a lot of stuff that you usually want. Yeah. Well, that's the key. It's what you want. It's not necessarily what you need or it's what you're told you want. Yeah. So I feel like everybody has that journey where they're like, you know, especially when you're first, like when you're really asleep, like, like I've said it a million times, I had no idea what any of this stuff was, you know, um, you don't have to use crystals, but I do. And I remember knocking them. Like I used yeah. to make fun of them. Like, ew, you know, you couldn't pay me to go into a store that had like incense or even essential <laughs> yeah, oils, even right? essential oils. Like I was like, that's hippie. But if you look at it, it was the conditioning and programming of how I was raised. Right. right. I just didn't even give it a chance. You know, I judged everything right from the hop and I had no idea. And so then when, when the pain gets so bad, like I always say, there's that moment when you begin your awakening and then it, it, it spirals up to be even more. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people can stay in that lateral spin forever where it's the spiritual glam and, and it's the whole like, oh, this is trendy and oh, I'm doing, yeah. I'm doing all these different things. Um, but they don't spiral up to really dismantle the ego. So what we've really realized over the weekend in the last few days is even though we have done the work really immensely and hardcore, drastically, I would say at times, to move into our state of being, and we're always doing work, us three for sure, um, is that not that there's a lot that are not in this vibration, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we were hearing uh, stories about what is still going on with COVID yeah. in other provinces. And that like literally blew our we minds. We were shocked. <laughs> yeah. That was, like, it was crazy to stop and think. I mean, we've been pretty lucky here in our hometown that we didn't really seem to have it like affect us. It wasn't such like yeah. a drastic. We, we weren't, yeah. We weren't, yeah, we epicent- stayed home and that was kind yeah, of it. We weren't really yeah. an epicenter for anything, but there's places that, where it was more of an epicenter or places that aren't and they're still enough they're still living in fear yeah right so the stories that we have been hearing really made me open up my eyes to see that even though we talk all the time about being in this higher vibration we realize that a large majority of you guys are not mm-hmm. or you are when you're listening to our podcast yeah but all of a sudden you open up the door to go out into the world and you're like okay well I'm crazy yeah and like, now just right back to the beginning right I think what they're they're in a high vibration like in their house yeah yeah but when they step into and some public people aren't right yeah, well, yeah some people aren't but but you're in a high vibration in your house when it's just you and you're very confident with who you are yes. and what your mm-hmm. beliefs are kind of changing into but when you step outside and you get kind of more of like the collective mindset that's a little bit more anti, you know, light, energy, you know, spirituality, that that kind of like you almost start to dim your light back. Yeah, you spiral just, back down. Totally. Just yeah. so you kind of like you're not. You fit in. You don't stand yeah. out. Because the tallest, the tallest nail gets hit with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, well, 100%, That's, that's 100% yeah. it is that. And no one wants to be that person that really stands out. We all kind of want to conform. Mm-hmm. But by doing that, you're doing yourself a disservice. disservice yeah. And you're doing a disservice to the people who you could possibly help just by like, even though you're not super educated. I mean, I don't have like a spiritual level 10 degree certificate hanging <laughs> on the wall. It's just my experience, right? But our experiences is what we're able to pass on to help you guys. So your experiences you know, you guys can pass on and help someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about it's all about the journey anyway. So I mean, mistakes can be made. 
Yeah. And they're supposed to. Yeah. Literally. Like that, that is how you learn. You don't learn by going through smooth sailing every single day. That's status quo. Yeah. You definitely don't learn how to boat. No. Parked in a harbor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're docked. You're just like, this is great. Boating's fantastic. I'm a fantastic captain. (laughs) Like I've never even like hung a sail. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and so that was really eye opening for us is Mm -hmm. to realize like, especially the, the difference in vibration provincial wise. Um, and then what people are struggling with, like we have people that are coming out to visit us and, you know, just the, the opinions, the density, the things that are being projected on them being like, you know, you shouldn't be going out to BC or a horrible person, all the opinions, like, who do you think you are? You should stay in your space in fear. Like this is a literal physical problem and they're not looking at any other information other than what they've been told. And they are really sitting in that, that downward spiral. Right. So a lot of people, you doesn't matter how aware and stuff you are, if you're not um, solid in your wounds and stuff, this is controlling you. Okay. Oh, yeah, these are the tests. Yeah, right? like these it's, are the tests. It's, it's be afraid, be afraid, be yeah. small. No, 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 no. Whoa. Be afraid, be small. Yeah. You know, you don't want to do that because that's that's scary. Mm-hmm. Not so much even if it's scary, like you're yourself and be like, well, it's not that scary, but you're scaring them because it's scary yeah. for them and they're projecting their wounds on top of you to try and keep you small so they feel safe. Yes. Yeah. And people don't want you to rise because then that's going to trigger them to have to look at themselves. And I just experienced this um, myself um, when I'm out in the real world. You know, I know that my light triggers people, but I haven't really experienced that in form in a while. And that just happened last week where somebody had like a whole episode projecting on someone else who was having a conversation with me and now is choosing not to be around me um, in a in a working out setting because like a public place public place because <laughs> they're triggered by me and I mean I've never even talked to this person you don't you don't but, even know anything about yeah, them but they will look at me online and develop this whole story based on the programming and conditioning and dogma that they have mm-hmm. so you're going to notice that a lot in your awakening that your light is going to trigger the people who are unconscious okay take that in your light triggers the people who are unconscious. Now, society, which I call density consciousness, was built on dogma and was built on procedure mm-hmm. and was built on like safety. Safety. So it's like we have to keep the collective safe so that way we can move forward. Yeah, well, it's all based on survival. Yeah. Ultimately, it's like what does a human race want to do? It wants to survive. So how are we going to do that? By keeping everyone safe. And by doing that, it's like you go and do X, Y, and Z. So you go to school, mm-hmm. you know, with people and you learn the same thing. Like if you think about the school system, like I'm not judging it, but if you think about it, it's like Scott, you had said once it was built to put you in the factories, yeah. right? And so you go and do the status quo that everybody tells you to do. And then it's like anybody who is not um, going to university or has other plans it's like you get judged. Or like think about those legacy families, you know, like, oh, my grandfather went yeah. to Harvard. My dad went to Harvard. Now I have to. But yeah. maybe this person wants to, I don't know, be an artist. Yeah. They don't want to go to Harvard Law. Well, it's not even so much like like that. What I think it is is more is like, okay, we've taught you how to read a book from left to right. And that's what you're taught. But what school is supposed to be is t- being, school was designed to teach you how to learn. Yeah. And people are taking like, okay, I've learned this. 
and that's it. We're not looking any further. But really, you're supposed to be like, you know, Goodwill Hunting is a good example of that. Oh, well, that guy's talking to the girl in the bar, and she, he's just quoting what he's just learned in the in class the other day. And he's like, oh, yeah, and by the way, next semester, you'll be talking about this, this, and this. And really, I could have you could have learned all this for like $1.50 in library fees. It's because he just learned how to regurgitate everything he's read, but he hasn't actually learned. He's just repeating information. Yes, so in the world, what you're saying is people now are going to universities and going through all of the thing, and that gives you that piece of paper that all of a sudden you're certified to do that. Well, and also, do you want to get into it? Like, who's saying what we need to learn? Well, that's what, right? exactly. Like, you said a great example before we came on about yeah. mom. About yeah, moms. yeah, so we were discussing, like, how you know, just talking about this whole certification process, like what does that mean? And if you don't, if you aren't certified, does it actually mean that you are qualified to, you know, teach people or coach people? But what came to my mind when we were discussing that is moms. Mm -hmm. I mean, dads and dads, yeah. parents. <laughs> I mean, you can go to a parenting class, but you don't get a PhD in parenting. No. But yet, who is it that we always run to when we need advice? Mm -hmm. Or typically our parents. So it's the same thing. Just because, you know, Coco doesn't have a certification or Scott, his level 10 in spirituality yeah. or whatever he said before, does not mean that they don't have the experience to then share and coach because there's not a paper. Exactly. It, that has nothing to do with it. And what we're moving into is feeling. Yes. New Earth is all about a state of feeling. And I laughed so hard. I, like, I don't know what the experience is for Carly and Scott. Like just now we had one of my top guides come through Living Portal and like, I don't know what that's like for them because I don't see myself in it. But it's interesting because any other person who's not uh, used to our level of work and even Carly's first time and God, mm -hmm. even Scott talks about his first time seeing me in that state. You, if you weren't pushing your ego aside, to focus on the feeling, you could be like, okay, Coco's like having a split personality. She's it would look fake. Yes. If you didn't feel it, you'd be like, yes. okay, Coco, like snap out of it now. Like yeah, I yeah. get it. Like stop messing with me. Yeah. Right. Cause that's what your mind, your ego, your tells, ego you. tells you. But what, what we're here to be the mentors and really show the vibrational experience of is, is it's just that it's a vibrational experience. Mm -hmm. New earth is moving out of the ego and out of that masculine energy of those, you know, the, the linear schools, the like everything. And you move from a place of feeling abundance, joy, and freedom. So the people who are still stuck in the dogma of it has to be this way mm -hmm. and you have to go through this education and you have to have these certificates. And yes, Let's backtrack that. If you're a doctor and stuff, yeah. 100%. I hope there you is, go to school before there, you yes, cut me open. There is, pro <laughs> there is professions and there yes. is things in life that you need to get study, cert study and get yeah. certification. But also what's coming to me right now is you can also be a doctor, Carly, and Scott can be a surgeon. But when you're connected, you're going to get downloads to then... Um, know how to do things better and better as your doctor and surgeon because how do you think medicine and all that stuff evolves it's because somebody's getting a download well what's always interesting too is you always hear about these surgeons that are doing these groundbreaking new techniques yes well 
they didn't learn that new technique. It's new. So where did that come from? It came that from is, source. Exactly. Yeah. And they're not certified to do that new technique, but now it's being celebrated because it works. Yeah, because they have the, and they also have the paper behind them. Yes. So of course, if they're a surgeon and they got a new technique, it's because the paper got them there. Yeah. But if you really stopped with conscious eyes to think about how they got that, it's because they, their higher self downloaded that. And was them. like, hey, go left instead of right exactly. this one time. Well, you can take that even a more like recent example with technology. The first pilots were yeah. the Wright brothers. Yeah. They invented the airplane and they became the first pilot. They don't have, I mean, they were, yeah. I think they were smart, educated people, but like they thought of the airplane and they piloted No they, one's piloted it no before No one piloted it before and I was like, okay, cool. So I'm going to get in this thing with you. We're going to go this way. We're going to get off the ground. Okay, cool. That sounds crazy, but let's, let's go for it. And that's exactly what, what it takes. So really what we're doing is we're moving from the thinking mindset yeah. into the feeling mindset. Yeah. We're going from the mind to the body. We're shifting our consciousness from logical to mm -hmm. almost like heart know. center, basically. It's heart center. center. Yeah, it's I don't want to say it's illogical because yeah. illogical sounds like it doesn't make paranormal. Yeah, not yes. the normal. That's yes. what paranormal means. You yes. know, we always think of paranormal as ghosts because it's not the normal. Yeah, that's all it means. Yes, yeah. and that's a great, great uh, segue there, Scott, because. That's exact, and I had set the the guides had actually channeled that on the weekend and said we are going from thinking to feeling. Right. So like when you go and you know I don't know you, you know you go and you plan out how you're gonna you know play a basketball game. You think about all your moves and everything, but everything is now moving to feeling. When you're in the game, you yes. react exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're doing you, it you, by you your practice, body. You your body the movements. And your body takes over. You talk yeah. about that with rock climbing. You know the the solo guy who literally is doing yeah. it without any um, oh, yeah, harnesses. Yeah. Scott, you had said that Alex on our Mongo, hike, yeah. where you're like, he's literally doing that by feeling. He's so yeah. tapped in that he knows, and that is what it is. And it's really interesting because earlier today, when we were kind of discussing this whole energy of this 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 soul that's triggered by me, and I. I was thinking to myself, like, everybody ridiculed Starbucks. Mm -hmm. Everybody, Steve Jobs, can you imagine how many people were against him? What's a Facebook before that was around? Exactly, everything. But when you were a frontline warrior, which, you know, our team definitely is, we're here to help open up the doors for New Earth. We're here to help show you the way. We're going to trigger people. Mm -hmm. We're going to have the food thrown at us. We're going to have people being like, you're crazy in that. And that's fine. You're just not our people. Yeah. And that's our, um, that's what I want everybody to hear mm -hmm. is that people, you cannot keep taking advice and knowledge from people who aren't going where you're not going. So your parents, everybody that you love and all that stuff, great. But are they going where you're going? Mm -hmm. You know, and that was one of the biggest things that I think all of us had to go through. And we had to put up those boundaries and we had to be like, I love you, but look at your life. Like, that's not what I want it to be. And I've been listening to you because I love you and I've been conditioned and programmed, but no. Yeah. Well, you we, know? And we always say to use your discernment. So it's like, respect them, yes. listen, and then make your own decision on how you're going to respond to that. And that's if, what we're saying. And if you're struggling to make that decision, like I know we have one of our mentees and she was really struggling last week with a decision 
And I was like, but you're struggling with that decision and you want to have that conversation with those people because of your wounds. Mm -hmm. So if you can't figure out why you're struggling and why you're in that storm, like, oh, I better call my mom and tell her I'm going to quit my job. Why at, you know, 40 years old, do you feel that you need that validation or, or need to tell her that? Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, your mom's probably gonna diss you or well, not be in alignment. Why you're worried about this? What, well, what your parents were probably gonna do is go into fear. Yeah, sorry, that's a better word. Yeah, fear. No, yeah. Because that's what they're concerned about is they don't want your parents, especially and your friends, don't want to see you hurt. Mm -hmm. They don't want to see you go through a rough time. They want you to be safe and secure and comfortable. That's because if you're safe and secure and comfortable, then I am safe and secure and comfortable and I'm okay and I don't have anything to worry about. Mm -hmm. But if you're on rocky ground and you're kind of like having going through a rough time. And, or making quantum jumps. Or making yeah. quantum jumps because you're quitting your job, you're moving across the country or provinces or even to across the world. That makes me uncomfortable because I, I can't control that. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with you, it has to do with me. And those are just my reactions to what you're doing but my reactions will hold you back if you allow it. Yes. Because well, if you want to lead a boring, dull life because someone else told you to, and then be mad because you have a boring, dull life, there's only one person really to blame, and that is essentially you because you've made those choices. At some point in time, you became an adult despite whatever you were taught as a child, through your upbringing, through schools. You still make the choice to behave that way but you can also choose to behave differently or react well, and differently. I feel when you're making those choices that a lot of people stay in that victim consciousness too right well yeah well what I was going to say is like when your parents are reacting or whoever's reacting to your choices it's like would they react the same way if they knew the outcome no, no exactly. they wouldn't so no. that's just telling you it's coming from their lens of them not wanting to 100%. be uncomfortable yeah like your dad had a really hard time with you quitting your job yeah mm -hmm. and it was only because of all the external things exactly. that oh my gosh now you're not going to have a pension oh my gosh are you going to be able to pay your bills yeah oh my gosh and why he was worried about that is because he knows that he would help me out if i had those issues mm -hmm. right and he just wants to make sure that i'm okay mm-hmm but it's really funny because he hasn't had to. But yeah. if he knew when I said I'm quitting my job and you know what, I will be taken care of and here's the proof for you, yeah. there would be no issue. Oh, it'd be support up the yin yang. Absolutely. Because they that's the, all they want is they always yes. support you. And that support is the double-edged sword because they're there to support you when it's good and they're also there to support you when you're having tough times and that's what they want to avoid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where the conditioning and programming yes. gets in because everybody starts getting swayed and pushed, right? So notice in your life right now, especially like a lot of you that are in the spiritual closet, like I know a lot of you listening are, you'll listen to our podcast, but you sure shit won't tell anyone that you do. And that's okay. You're exactly where you need to be. I mean, I used to tell everybody for years that I did hocus pocus because I didn't know how to define me. And I, I still wanted it to be comfortable for everybody else and this and that. But now, like, it's just like, whatever. Yeah. You know, but that was through healing of my wounds and me rising up and and all of that. So, you know, when you're in the spiritual closet, like, you're doing all this work behind the scenes. So, yes, it is hard. We understand that to keep your vibration high because you will be listening to our podcast. Maybe you're even doing distance or in-person work with us or coming to our events 
And, but then when you leave here, it feels quote unquote weird or you don't, that you can, you notice the energy difference. Yeah. Like when you're here, it's so interesting because everyone's on cloud nine, literally, like, because everyone is off the same vibration. We're all having these conversations that are high, like a high vibrational level. And then you go home and real life sets in and you're like, I had such a great night, but now the highs were not. Yeah. And lots of people that come to our events too, we'll talk to them at break, whatever. And they're like, yeah, like I. I didn't even know how to explain to my husband yeah. or my friends how I was coming here. And it's that like whole kind of like, you know, that spin that, that we all struggle with is how do we explain things because we don't want to be judged. We don't want our wounds to be out on the table. But that's part of the journey of keeping your vibration and changing your vibration. And so we want to say that we understand. We understand where you guys all are. Why? Number one, we've all walked it. Mm -hmm. Everyone in this room has walked it. And number two, we live this. So every single day we make choices from our soul to live at this state of being. It's steadfast commitment and trust. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, we do not go to any settings or anything anymore if we know that the vibration is going to be something that is that is of not in alignment. And that's hard because sometimes you want to support, you know, certain friends or certain things, but you know that the vibration surrounding that is just not going to be of a high vibration. So we've been asked a lot um, lately too, is how do we keep, how do you keep your vibration high in a world that is dull? Yeah. Or like more specifically, it's like maybe, you know, your job or, you know, the people that you have, like that you quote unquote have to be surrounded with are of a lower vibration and are taking from you. Like, how do you manage that? Scott, how do you manage that? I mean, you just, you just, um, have been involved in a world that is of a lower vibration because, you know, he went into, he went into a job, um, after we blew up our old life. And he went in there for a whole year and it was so challenging. Like I remember the first day that I dropped him off and I was like, oh my God, like this vibration difference was felt right from the beginning. But in that job that it was where he had to heal his wounds. Mm -hmm. It was where he learned to have your voice in so many ways and so much gratitude because that job allowed us to heal. Yeah. You know, so it served his purpose, but the intent of the job from day one was specifically to heal and honestly it was we talked about it it was to make my mom feel comfortable in the very early days because Mm -hmm. we had went from this other place in in our career to now this and she was so worried about like how we were going to make it and honestly we weren't making it yeah so by getting him going into that job it also allowed like us to heal because it soothed her right so and what the job really allowed me to do is step back and be a lot more of a witnesser on my life and allow myself to to witness other people's like attitudes and behaviors and topics of conversations and really just listen you know you start you know listening to other people and not mean like listening and taking their advice but just like listening and hearing what they're talking about how they're talking the words that they're using are the words that they're using matching like actually what they're doing so are they like you know, walking the walk and talking the talk, or are they just like having the talk and this like completely like going the opposite direction with their words. And just kind of like for a year, I was an observer of humanity mm-hmm. is what I like to be. And I mean, yeah, I got days where it was super, super frustrating. And, you know, I stayed probably in my head a lot more at the very beginning. And like I said, you watched, you listen, you talk to people and you just pay attention. And then what I would slowly start to do is, you know, have conversations with people 
you know, and just like small words here and there, small words here and there. To and change got, the vibration. To change the vibration. Yeah. And that's when I realized that I think like you did that too. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's when I started to realize that like I am I can control other I shouldn't say control because that sounds like you can control your game. Yeah. Yeah. Because elevate. I yeah. was confident in yeah. who I am and the topics I was talking about. I could bring out that part in that, other people. That part in other people. Instead so they, of being their partners in pain or victim consciousness, right. which happens a lot in the workplace. Yeah. You, right. def you definitely yeah. can. So we were able to have like almost better conversations and more real conversations because it wasn't just like, you know, we're not, we're, we're talking about things instead of people. Yeah. And that's one way you can direct, like, you know, stay higher vibe that's is really talk, great. talk about things and not yeah. people. Cause when you're talking about people, you very rarely ever talk about like the best of people. Usually it's gossip about what people are like the negative people are things are doing. So when you start bringing that negativity, then all of a sudden you start bringing down your vibration and mm -hmm. you're just like, you're focusing on the bad, but so and many people do so much good that goes unnoticed and lots of people just want someone to listen to. And then you can still, if you respond as a witness or lots of the times you can respond in a manner that will allow them to elevate and move so forward. Break, so break it down for the people when you're saying the witnesser. Well, you have, you have to be pay attention to how things, when someone says something to you, how does that make you feel? You know, let's say like at work, I made a mistake. So I get called out on it. Okay, am I mad about that mistake? Or am I mad, you know, because I got called out on it? Like, how am I reacting to this? Or are you mad this? about the energy of the person? Like, you know, like and especially the whole, there's if a we, whole dynamic in, in place. So I'll yeah. use a specific example that I can remember specifically. I am a... What's the word that you like to use from me all the time? A keener. I like to go above <laughs> and beyond. Like in the gym, in life. Carly's loving that. Oh, I appreciate that so much. Yeah. Yeah. I love to go above and beyond. So at work, I was always going above and beyond. Like I, I can literally say that I transformed the place that I worked in with my attitude. Like if I was standing still, it was probably because I was leaving <laughs> or you had already walked 10 kilometers that day <laughs> yeah so i had literally transformed the place that i was on but we had a new person come in and we became really i became really good friends with him and he had really good ideas and he wanted to really change the stuff at the front you know and really make like the, the display room a lot better i hadn't even hadn't even crossed my mind hadn't even thought about it but all of a sudden like I went from the guy who was doing all these like little projects and like being able to kind of stand around and discuss all these projects to the person like doing like the actual work we were supposed to be doing. Well, other people were talking about doing these projects and making improvements. And it was like really like, like jealousy because I was so used to being like the star child, like having all the attention <laughs> focused on me that I was like, yeah. wow, like this is bullshit. Like, why is he doing that? Like he should be out here doing this. Like, I don't even, I didn't even want to do it in the first place. Cause I didn't even care but it still pinged in me that I had like these feelings. Yeah. So then once I like, I recognize these feelings, I recognize them because I, I witnessed myself having these thoughts that then I was able, okay, you're right. Like give him a chance. I don't care. He has great ideas. Let someone else use their voice and use their words to come and take things a step forward. Cause that's really what I want. Mm -hmm. You know, like I don't want to have to do everything. I want other people. I want to give the other people an opportunity to step forward and I will lead that way because I will say you know maybe the weird things or suggest things because someone else might have a different suggestion and it might not might sound weird but it might be a good idea but if no one says like that far outright their stuff 
people don't get used to well, it. They get comfortable and they don't want to start expressing their opinions because no one wants to take the initiative. So someone always has to kind of lead that initiative so other people feel comfortable leading. Like we talked about, like we're always like, we're plowing down the cornfields, so the people behind us can follow. It's kind of like the same thing. You just, you have to witness that so you know where you're coming from yourself. So you have to listen to your own emotions, how you, your own thoughts and how you're reacting to them. Yeah, so come, basically, come yeah, being a witness for means not taking things at face value. You know, it's like digging below the surface, not just listening to yeah. the words being said, but how does it make it feel? How does the room feel? What's really going on outside of the room? What's impacting it? What's the intention? What's the influence? All that. Like, yes. I'm on a fairly strict food protocol right now, and it's been driving me kind of nuts, and I just <laughs> want to eat, like, because I'm being very restrictive. And I don't usually do well with very restrictive because you're restricted. Like, oh, my God, I want to eat this and eat that. So one of the things that I was thinking today is like, oh man, I would love to have like a Tim Hortons Bismarck donut. They would taste so good. Carly's oh, right? Carly's Sterling. They would oh. taste so good. But I, in my head, I know, oh, it would taste so, it'd be like the sugar, the sweetness, oh, it would just be so good. But then if I search my memories and I go back, yeah, that's okay. But then after eating, you're like, it's not so good. No, so, I don't get that. So, <laughs> you know, I, no I regrets. So I don't, I don't appreciate how I feel. Like even like after the first initial bite, it's kind of, it's kind of lost its appeal for me. But I have the memory of that good feeling, and I always forget that I have that memory of like that. Yeah, it's okay. Okay, so next time you have the first bite, I'll finish her up for you. <laughs> well, it's like it's like apple fritters. I love apple fritters. I love the idea of apple fritters, but I've never really had an apple fritter that was like, wow, this like amazes me because I was like, eh. <laughs> but, I'm like, I can name five off the top of my head. But you know, but we digress. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, I like the idea of eating that apple fritter, but then I'm never really satisfied with what I've got afterwards. And now mm -hmm. it's like, so why am I chasing that apple fritter for? Why am I yeah, chasing that donut mm -hmm. when it's not giving me exactly what I'm looking for anyways? It's not satisfying me in the, in the method that I want. So that's a good analogy for the fact that when you're at work and it's a like it's a lower vibration because perhaps you're the highest vibration at your work mm -hmm. that you are going to be the donut that is the partners in pain for people so people will want to there's a whole drama there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes on in the workplace because they are searching for that donut mm -hmm. that instant taste that's going to make them feel good that gives them that partner in pain so if you're not the person that they can come to and talk about Carly and how shitty she does her job or the way she looks or what she's doing or Carly's so annoying and all the the water cooler talk that goes on behind the thing, then that is how the vibration in your position changes. Well, okay. They'll, they'll quit coming to you because they won't get that yes. satisfaction. Yes. Yeah. So they won't get their satisfaction from eating that apple fritter anymore. Exactly. So you in your workplace, and I can hear a lot of butts right now, but, but, but you don't understand how difficult Carly is or <laughs> Scott is so freaking annoying, but pull yourself back and be like, why is Carly so difficult? And why is Scott annoying? Well, okay. and what, why is it triggering you? And why is it triggering you? Because these people, if you left that job tomorrow, are they even going to be in your life anymore? Probably not. These are people that you have formed relationships with because you work with them, okay? And granted, we make great relationships with people we work with because we're with them more sometimes than our family. But you've got to go in there and be the freaking light that you are because you have to stand in your power. And like Scott says, you never know 
what's going to the power of planting a seed. Mm -hmm. So there's been lots of people in our community who have brought their entire workplaces here. We've gone to workplaces because it's like one person planted that seed and then it gives them also that connection. So you have to be really strong in who you are and like, Granted, if you have a wound and all this stuff, which you do, you're going to be like, well, I don't want to bring up like vibration or doing anything because they're going to judge me. And and like Scott said, I don't want to be the nail. I don't want to be noticed. I'm in the closet. We're not saying that. We're not saying you need to go and walk into your workplace and be like, oh, I listened to this podcast and I've been to this event. What we're saying is control your game, Mm -hmm. right? Get solid in your vibration and yeah, be the witness of those things stop being the donut, right? Mm-hmm. Cause people want to, they're searching, especially in a toxic relate or toxic, uh, well relationships too, but toxic workplace, they're searching for their partners in pain. Yep. And you know what? Like use language that you're comfortable with. Like Coco said, she started calling it like hocus pocus mm-hmm. and then slowly kind of expanded on it, especially as like her family and friends and stuff like that got more comfortable with it. And then they got more comfortable with the idea of it. And then we were able to go, farther and farther and deeper into it but we started off with what we were comfortable with and kind of like at their level of understanding and Carly you did that at your job you were good mm-hmm. with that like mm-hmm. tell people about that like the whole you had crystals at your desk and yeah. stuff and and you were nowhere near where you are now oh no but you definitely were you were putting the seeds in there yeah, absolutely. And yeah. she was in like a tech corporate environment. Yeah, so. like lo- actually like looking back, like that environment was n- clearly not, well, clearly not in alignment with who I yes. am. Um, but it was like heavy, like being yeah. like an outsider now, like it's heavy yes. and I know it's still heavy. Yes. Um, but sorry, d- back to the crystal thing. I would have crystals or talk about them. Um, and so people would come to me and talk to me about it. But those people that I know couldn't handle it, it would be like a joke. Yeah. So I'd be like, oh, guys, like, and I would openly say this in like morning meetings, be like, it's a full moon tonight. So put your crystals out. And I would say it like that. But what was really interesting is the, the people that would come and seriously talk to me about it, they'd be like, oh, yeah, I am too. I am too. The one-on-one, not one-on-one, in front of the group. Yeah. But what that did is that I was still being true to who I am in the sense that I was still talking about it. But it just kind of made it relatable to those people to then have that conversation with me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see like that. Focus, focus. Yeah. Like I don't see that as me like dimming my light in that scenario. I think it was me reading my room. And it was definitely where you were at your level of consciousness. Absolutely. Now. Because the way we talk now. And the oh way God. Now, now it would be it would, so different. We, yeah. It wouldn't even like no. focus, focus. I can't even say it now without Honestly? Like, getting sick. Like we just don't sway, but we had our journey too. So, but like now, like if I was still working there, which like I couldn't, but if I was, it wouldn't, I wouldn't even bring it up. I wouldn't even waste my time with these people. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't even be a topic of conversation because where I was at that point was I was in that 4d make them like me stage. Like, and by make them control and make them like me. I don't mean like, like me, I mean, make them similar to me, like be part of this community. It's so great. It's done so much for me. I was at that stage. So by me, like spreading my message the way I was, I was trying to almost recruit people. If that makes sense into my, into my vibration, which you can't do. Yes. Because, no, you definitely can't be like, okay, like this is, you know, like being conscious and being awake and moving into a more spiritual lifestyle is great, but well, that's, but you can't, but, yeah, you can't but, you, but you can't get stuck in that spiritual gland. No. Yeah. And that's, and you can't, and you can't, oh, and you can't gosh, wake yeah. people up. Like no. let the sleepy people sleep. Yes. 
and you can't you will bang your head relentlessly against the wall trying to wake people up because once you re- like oh my god this is so awesome like i've never felt more free yeah I've never been so happy like i've been never been so unstressed Fuck ego like Fuck ego yeah. like i get it like i'm doing the work and i'm yeah. really moving forward and other people are like yeah but Dude. you can't you can't get that from them if no. they're not ready it's like anyone with who's had an addiction when you want to quit that addiction it's not when people are forcing you to yeah. go to rehab. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay, like I've been to rehab six times, but I'm when not I'm not ready enough. yet. It's when I've had enough that I step out of that path. Well, yeah, and I think that's why this whole like new age spirituality can get that cult label. Yes. Because it's those people that are stuck in that 4D lateral spin trying yeah. to re- literally recruit people into their way of thinking because and their it's vibration. So awesome and because it's, it's so it's always with pure intent, but it becomes culty like let's say it. well yeah like, it does. And also in that 4d lateral spin um it's the intention yes it becomes like this like business where they are focused on the money yeah where they are focused on that so going back to my experience that i just had in the past week i'm triggering somebody who works out with me who's never even spoken to me who looks at my social media and sees who i am and is making a judgment of me and thinking that Like, who the hell is she to be mentoring people? Like, what experiences she have? She comes from fashion and she's just doing this for the money. Yeah, fuck no. Like, Mm -hmm. if you actually listen to my work, my team's work, the impact that people have had, uh, my days of chasing the dollar left almost two years ago when I blew up that life. This business, quote unquote, that I have is just a byproduct of being in a state of being. So... Which is why we do the Instagram yeah. posts, the meditations. This, the podcast, podcast. this podcast, this is free. It's free, yeah. But it's for one person. Yes. That's it. We're not trying to mass appeal. And one thing we've always been consistent on is if we're not right for you, find someone that mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. So we're not saying our way is is even right. Yeah. We're simply saying that like this is the path that we're on. You can follow us. But at any time you choose not to, go off to the left, go mm-hmm. off to the right. But all we're consistently saying is just do the work, put the work in. We don't care where it comes from. Even if you come from someone else, let's say you go from doing like Wim Hof to us, that's fantastic. Or you go from us to doing Wim Hof, that's fantastic. We're not stopping you. We're not judging your journey. All we want you to do is do the work, is is free yourself. Because guess what? It is so awesome to be stress free and <laughs> yeah. not react. To it things. is. It's wild. And it, and and get on the Kool Aid. It's wild. It's, <laughs> it's wild. wild. Get the hat. Get the shirts. Get the stickers. Do you know what? Next night's with Coco. I'm making Kool Aid. And I'm gonna say you have to drink your Kool Aid yeah, and see what happens. Here's a, it's a wild sticker. And here's a Corona if you want one. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Scott, but that that does appeal to a certain type of people. Right. Well, you're in a good segue here with the fact that like it's like. Like when my brother was here and he said, but Coco, why would I want to open up the curtain? I like the curtain closed or I like it one inch. I like my view already. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a good conversation this morning where it was like, um, well, why would I want to leave my ego lifestyle? Like I'm getting so much money and I have so much abundance and I have the house. I have the thing because everything that you have when you're living from ego is external. Mm -hmm. And when you really quiet the external the internal is miserable, mm-hmm. period. Nobody alive who's living from ego can come and tell us that they're living in a line, happy life. No, and it's not sustainable. No, it's this not. is the thing. Ego, you may get things fast, but they'll leave just as fast. 
it's not a long-term solution no. because what happens you're is separated it, it always ends up going internal and when that's a crazy shit storm well your external is going to mirror that and you know what like you're i feel like I don't even know what to how to put words to this, but like the energy is speaking. Yeah. Like there's no denying right now that the ego is not sustainable. Like that is crumbling down. So people that are not listening or not wanting to listen, that's great. Again, you're exactly where you need to be, but this energy is not letting up. Like five years from now, mark my words, and we've gone over this, you're going to look back to this very first decade, this or very first year and be like, holy shit. Okay. I I'm beginning to see, and people are going to ridicule. People are going to, are going to be against it. People are going to have their opinions with all that's going on and all that's to come. But when you're the frontline worker and you're the master, they had said that to me in the channel and I loved mm -hmm. it. It's like, you're that master and the octopus tentacles mm -hmm. are coming out and being like, Hey, so do you really want to live that high aligned life? Because here's the thing, I'm going to get my team to talk about this. So why would you want to do the work? Why would you want to do the work? Why would you want to move over into this state of energy that we are just having it? Like we literally just got a teaspoon of it. Yeah. Like this is the beginning. The begin the reason why you want to do it is was our lifestyle. Like Carly, what what do you got going on today? Well, <laughs> well, I'm gonna lay by the pool exactly. and I'm gonna record a podcast and then I'll probably go home and have a great dinner. We're gonna dinner. do some sessions. We'll do some that, sessions. Some I distance. get to hang out with my two best friends yeah. and Renny Poo and you know life's great in the Okanagan. Literally, because but why do we want to do that? Because it's better. Even though your ego life may be great, there is something better, you guys. Yeah, because and that's the thing about you know <laughs> if you want to go back to like the higher vibration in the job, maybe that's not really what you're meant to do. Yes, just yeah. because you're good at something doesn't mean exactly. it's your purpose. And just because you went for like four or seven years of schooling to do <laughs> yeah. that thing doesn't necessarily mean it's what you want to do. What if you really want to be a painter, a writer? Mm -hmm. You know, you want to do woodworking, you want to build furniture, you just want to do whatever. Well, Maybe I'm, go back to being a barista I'm because that's what makes you happy because do what you're doing in your career is not making you happy. So maybe that's part of the reason why you can't be that high vibration is because you're not 100%. supposed to be there. And I'm going and to make, interrupt you with that because just before we came on, we had somebody in our community um, and she's going to be listening. And she's one of those people that yeah. left her corporate job yeah. and she um, is is honestly she's into art and she's an artist yeah. and she's done higher self and she knows and she's exactly what scott is talking yeah. about literally and when we team. met when we met her to now the vibration is astronomical and she just messaged me she's like i haven't eaten in a week and i feel great because she's listening to her body and her vibration is going so high and she's exactly what scott is talking about but yeah. she if we had her sitting here right now i'm sure she'd say exactly what scott was saying like, yes. no, this is, I went to school for this. This is who I'm supposed to be. This it's is how you people. identified yourself yes. too, right? Just, so just because you've committed a long time to something yeah. doesn't mean you need to commit more time to it. Look at like relationships. Look yeah. at people yeah. that have been married yeah. for 10 or 20 years. Yeah. We, I mean, we have someone I mean, in my family who had a 40th wedding anniversary I think maybe it was a couple, couple years, years ago, ago now. Yeah. And it's like, what are we really celebrating? Yeah. Like, they're not happy together. They don't even sleep together. Like, like, they you, know? like you listen to them talk to each other, and it's like two chickens pecking at each other It's all the, the time. piece of paper that yes. says, congratulations, but we're, but we're you've been married. But we're literally celebrating. So yeah. it's like, okay, so we can take people who've been in prison and be like, okay, cool. Here's your 20 years. Here's your metal or silver plate that you're supposed to get because we're celebrating time. Yeah. We're not celebrating really like 
because we're confusing that time with love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's, that's really essentially what it is. So, so you've been able to like serve a life sentence, but you've been unhappy. Mm-hmm. Now, let's, why don't, wouldn't you be a lot happier if you were... From alignment, from soul. From alignment, if you were in love. Yeah. That's something more to celebrate than like, okay, I can put up with you for, for 30 years. And I think both, I think all of us here in this room have experienced that too. You mm-hmm. know, me especially, like I had a relationship that was time. Yeah. And that was one of my biggest factors, especially when I met Scott. I was like, well, fuck, I got to go work on my relationship because it's 16 years. Mm-hmm. Like it's time. Oh my God. Right? I'm still married. I think we're celebrating our 11th yeah. or 12th, <laughs> exactly. or 12th anniversary. I don't, yeah. I don't even know, but it's, I mean, it's a piece of paper. So yeah. I, mean, I can bring it up that, yeah, I, I'm, I'm still married. And then we're going on like 15, 15 years yeah, or whatever the heck it is. Yeah. Technically, but we have not seen each other in like seven. Yeah. <laughs> but so, so what are we celebrating? We're celebrating the fact that at one point in time, we signed a document on a date. Which yeah. is which is great, but it has to have the reason behind it. Like, there's no feelings there. There's no love well, there. Well, and in ego, and in ego, all that stuff comes to you. It 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 blows to you like nobody's business. And why? Yeah. Why? And I talk about this all the time at Nights of Coco. Like when I um, was changing my life, it was like, why would I want to? Like, I have all of this, right? And then it's coming even more to you mm-hmm. when you start wakening to the fact that maybe you're going to blow this up. And, and I know you went through that, mm-hmm. Carly, like mm-hmm. leading up to her leaving her, you know, job. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh my God, like I'm not going to be able to have, and it was all external. All oh yeah. Things, right? Oh yeah. And the reason why you want to do this work is because then there's no separation and people can't when you do the work, you're so solid in yourself that when you're in that, say that toxic um, work environment, number one, you're either not going to be there anymore. Or two, if you are there, everything's going to change because you change. And you're like, okay, I, my wounds aren't being pinged by you anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I don't give the time of day. Like I was talking to my sister the other day and she's no, she's, you know, she's not doing the work or anything, but a small part of her is conscious and I've noticed because of the way I talk to her, mm-hmm. but she works in a very toxic environment and she's like, I just don't feed into it anymore. Mm-hmm. I literally don't like, I speak my truth. Like she's coming out to BC and people are harassing her about it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, great. That's your opinion. Don't care. Yeah. You know, and that yeah. takes a level of, of work, right? Yeah. And what's really interesting is like anything that's built on ego or that is like an external piece is it's always heavy. Yes. Like it's hard. Like let's say you just built this beautiful house and you're so proud of this beautiful house, but now you have to make that mortgage payment. And yeah. can you make that mortgage payment? Well, that's hard. That's heavy. It's yes. like as soon as you start doing the work and you get in alignment, things are easy. They're light. So it doesn't mean that by you know, blowing up your, your ego life that you're not going to have these comfortable, luxurious things. Oh no, hundred percent. It actually makes them better. And it makes it easy because now also you're not trying to keep up with the Joneses. You're not trying to maintain the payments for this thing because you, you want it, but it's out of your, your means because it's been built out of ego. It's like things are just coming to you because they are meant for you and you don't work for it. Yeah. It's wild. You can like lay on the couch and you can have everything you've ever wanted by laying on the couch. When you just said, but you can lie on the couch and be stress-free because yes. you're allowed to be present. You're not lying on the couch because you're stressed. You're lying on the couch because it feels good. Yeah, and the loop is gone. It allows yes. loop is gone. And that's what the biggest, the key away from everything is, is consciousness allows you to be present. Yes. Yes. To enjoy right where you are right now. And like, which is a beautiful thing because mm-hmm. when we are unconscious, we're worried about either future oh. things with past consequences. Yeah. So what's yeah, going to happen in the that, future? Slow that down. 
future things. (laughs) No, but future things with from past consequences. Like that's the golden nugget right there. Mm -hmm. You live in that spin and that loop of and Scott used to always he'd be like, You're you're obsessing about three months from now based on something that hasn't even happened or based on like an inch of what happened before. And that's exactly, and that's what holds us back is, oh, I tried this before and it failed. Yes. Okay. But try it again. It mm-hmm. might succeed. But we, we need to live on the possibility of like, of like, of like hope. Well, there's as much possibility it's going to succeed as it will fail. Well, exactly. And My favorite story to tell is WD-40 because WD-40 only came about because WD through one through 39 failed. <laughs> that's literally it. Yeah. They just went, okay, cool. We found a formula that works. Yeah. Okay. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. So WD-40 is the 40th attempt at trying to do something. A WD. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like yeah. water displacement. That's what, w, that's what the WD stands for is water displacement. It took them 40 attempts to figure out how to displace water so they could like stop rust and, and, and things like that. And how many people would have t- been telling them like, no, you're crazy, you're crazy, you're crazy, right? After like the fifth attempt. Yes. That's when that would, you know what I mean? Like, and, but look at how, how they kept on it all the way to 40. And, yeah. and that's, because eventually you're going to strike that nugget. That's, mm-hmm. that's doing the work. Yes. And you have to stay committed and you have to tr- have a level of trust that far surpasses uh, physical, mm-hmm. right? So we were like that on our journey in the last year where it was like, even conversations between all of us, it was like, Oh God, like things are never going to change. Or if we really like had a moment where we spiraled and we said stuff every single time that happened, especially if I spiraled and you guys had to bring me back down, you'd be like, we just got to keep going. Mm -hmm. Like we can feel that we know it, we feel it. Even though our minds are telling us like, this is absolutely crazy. And, and Carly would sit here lots of times with me because Scott wasn't here and be like, Oh my God, like we just need some relief. Like this mm-hmm. is crazy. This is crazy. But now again, hindsight, looking back, that was exactly where we needed to be mm-hmm. because those are when the greatest breakthroughs came for us. Like if you look at some of the most, I guess, I don't want to say successful people, some of the attitudes that they've had is quite simply, I'm going to be the best at this. That's it. There's no swaying me. Mm-hmm. I am the best at this. And they, they walk through the mindset of like, I am I am where I want to, I am now where I want to be five years down the road. They have that like manifestation and that's what they walk towards. That's how they're gearing everything towards. Well, and that comes from, uh, th- th- that's a whole other thing, but that comes from, um, that comes from ego in a certain sense. Yeah, but, in a certain but sense, But I'm yes. saying that you have to match the vibration and you have to move into that state of being. So uh, another thing that I want to quickly touch on is you have to to keep your vibration high in these workplaces and in your life is you have to build a lifestyle that caters that Mm -hmm. so you can't and you have to you do you have to have a a, you you have to look at your life you have to have an overhaul and that comes down to you know if you're in a toxic um work environment or not it doesn't even have to be toxic there could just be one person that is Mm -hmm. exhausting you have to see what you consume you have to understand that you are an energetic being. We have to move past the physical here. And when your energetic body is not taken care of through your lifestyle, you're going to go and be drained at a work and then your home life is going to be drained because everything all is tied together. Yeah, you need sanctuary too, yes. right? Your home so, needs to be your so sanctuary. So let's, let's talk about like, because I know you guys talk about it 
you both have your what are they called toolkits yes for for looking after yourself yes. so maybe share that mm-hmm. with people so that way people have an idea well like, like i think carly should kind of like talk like when you were coming out of your job um yeah. you were we were i was mentoring you and we we're in the mentoring of that toolkit um and then when you moved out of the job you kind of fall back into some hustle and stuff there so like you can talk about the contrast and yeah like what pulled you out of that but I think that like now, like you definitely have a solid oh, sanctuary. Yeah. And like, yeah. t- if you can remember what you were going through with that last summer, what might've helped you, um, or if anything at all, like you might've just been past but, like, the point. Yeah. To be like completely honest, like I don't, there's a block of time in there that I know things happened, mm-hmm. but I couldn't, like, I don't remember it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, obviously I was here and we were doing work and stuff, but there's nothing that sticks out where I'm like this I remember this date and this happened or this is how I got through this but I think for me it's you were just, definitely coping towards the end yeah 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 oh for sure um but like for me what it was is just really leaning into like what like literally what made me feel good and not judging that yeah so for example it's like for me so one thing that I am working on still is like I have like a really like massive sweet tooth and my diet is good like I don't eat a lot honestly I don't eat a lot of junk but if there is something in front of me like I keep the joke is cheesecake like if that is in front of me like see you later like it is gone or the freaking apple fritter like I will eat that yeah if it's in front of me I will eat it so what I learned is like during that time it's like if that was going to make me feel good but not from an ego standpoint, I'm going to do it. So if I've been eating healthy and then I want the apple fritter, I'm going to eat it and not feel guilty. What also made me feel good was bathing with crystals. I don't care what people say. If you think I'm crazy because I do that, I don't care, but that how, makes me feel good. How many times did you bathe with crystals, though? Just once. once. Just me, I just once. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I know, yeah. like, Coco, you're in the bathtub. Like, well, like do what feels good, right? Last, like, year, yeah. last year, I would get... Um, last year, when I was going through my ego dismantle, people would FaceTime me, and they'd be like oh my god you're in the tub again like literally well I remember I'd yeah. like hear water I'd be like so you're in the tub oh my god it was like some but like honestly three or, four, three times or four times a day and then I'd be in the pool and like yeah. the water is what really like helped me so what we're trying to say is so I was going through it without being in the public eye or being at a job yeah okay Scott was in a job that was very uh low vibration and toxic and so one of the big conversations we had within the first month is he's like oh my god i'm coming home and i'm watching tv yeah so he had to really pull himself back and continue to do the things outside of work yeah he kept his vibration high so even though that was maybe only three or four hours that he had of free time at home by the time he went to bed it was like i still got to eat right i still got to go to the gym yeah you know perhaps spend time with me the dog whatever it is that was making his vibration get through to the next like to help him the next day be of a line but also like when you're doing those aligned things don't do them because they're on your checklist of things to do because then it's a chore yeah Yeah. that's what i mean by doing what makes you feel good like if going for like for example like yesterday scott you biked for 50k like that does not make me feel good i will not be doing that in in the okanagan sun (laughs) yeah no No. but that makes scott feel good and so that's why he should if that was on my list of things to do it would be a chore and it would be the last thing i would do yes so that's what we're trying to say is find these high vibrational activities whether it's like like cocoa journals all the time yeah. i can't i can't get into that it's just yeah. not my thing but then i'll have my bath or what i what actually what i've discovered over the last few months what i really really enjoy is on sunday mornings i make my coffee and i water all of my plants mm-hmm. i water all my plants individually i look at them i see how they're doing and that 
is even meditation for me while I'm doing that. So that is my high vibrational activity that I do on Sundays. And that makes me feel good. Scott probably care less if he's watering his plants or whoever. That's just an example. But you know what I mean? Like find those things and don't care. Find those those things that make you happy. But also realize that don't turn it into a have Have to. to. Exactly. Like like respect your energy. Like, Like we have the dog, we have Ren. You know, I enjoy walking him, but let me tell you, I don't want to have to walk him. Yes. I want to enjoy it. Yeah. Even though it's the exact same activity, it's my intentions behind it. Mm-hmm. So some days the dog doesn't get walked because you know what? I just don't feel like it. Well, and so you have to be okay with 100%. that. hundred percent. And so you have to, so when you're- remove guilt. Remove, remove those guilt is emotions. number one. But also you have to become conscious because you can't, you can get easily when your work is draining you, okay? And then you all of a sudden come home and you're like noticing that it's been five days straight that you're in this pattern of I eat supper in front of the TV and, and watch eat TV. your apple fritter. <laughs> yes, exactly. And you stop for so and so, stop for so and so from the drive-through on the way home because that is. And I used to do that when I owned the companies. It'd be like, oh my god, I'm just gonna go to McDonald's. And I remember when Scott and I lived an hour away from our warehouse. It was like. I hadn't eaten all day because I'm in the hustle, I'm in that, and then I'm like grouchy, I'm bitchy, I have to drive an hour, so I'm grabbing the drive-through on the way home. Yeah. Like that's what we're trying to say is you have to, you can manage your game, okay? You can manage all of this because you are the player of your own game. So if you are in these environments and that's where you are right now, you need to have the toolkits, like Scott said, to help you be the best vibration that you can be when you're in those situations. Mm-hmm. And yes, that might mean reading self-help books. That mm-hmm. might be coming to our events or doing the work with us. You might be listening to this podcast, whatever it is that can be food for your soul. Because if that job is feeling exhausting to you, I can tell you right now that it's feeling exhausting for a reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and let's just take a little sidestep here for more of the spiritual stuff to it. And let's look at like your, your human body experience. Because in those situations, look at what you're eating. Look at why you're eating. Like if you're constantly tired and you're eating like Ben and Jerry's ice cream, you're eating the apple fritter all the time because you're so exhausted. Yeah. Like maybe look at what you're eating in a whole throughout the day. Maybe you're not eating enough. Lots of people don't eat enough. Right, so we're under eating and we're not eating food that's nutritionally good for us. The other thing is, look at your water intake. Like, we are energy, we are energy things, and water is a great source for us. And if we're not getting enough water, we can be tired. So, if we're constantly drinking coffee because we're so tired, like, let's let's notice some of those things. Look at your bedtime routine, look at like how much time you spend staring at your phone. Mm-hmm. All those things can come into play that you can control to make yourself feel better and play around with it and find out what's really working for you so that way you can be successful so you can be more high vibe so you can look at more of the energy side of things because like you know it's a terrible excuse like oh i'm 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 angry because i'm hungry no well, may, well true you probably are angry because you're hungry but you're also hungry because like you're also angry because there's a lot of other things that you're missing out on that you're avoiding so don't use like being hungry as an excuse to be angry well and if you use me as an example like when i was hangry all the time because i hadn't eaten all day i was in the hustle and then if we want to pull back even more layers what what was going on Mm -hmm. right so i I have to hustle i have to do this i I have to be busy so i don't have time to eat but what are why what are you there's a whole layer underneath there that you need so that's what that's what you need to look at is like why am i avoiding 
eating this or why am I eating this certain type of stuff? There's reasons for it. So pay attention to, to your food because it is essentially like a the vehicle. Gateway, yeah. It is like a vehicle. You Your body gets out of it what you put into it. So make sure you're putting something good into it. And so what I'm here before we close off this this episode, what I'm hearing is like the energy and there is a lot of victim consciousness coming through me right now where it's like, but, but, but like, that's so much work and like, you don't understand my situation and all this stuff. No, honestly, we do understand your situation. You know, we've all walked it in various scenarios and I, I lived it in, in business. Carly lived it in corporate. You know, Scott lived it through rigging and through another lower vibration thing. So we've been there. And you know what? I was the queen of that but, 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 but. Like, mm-hmm. Scott would trigger me so much. And I would be like, but you don't get it. But, 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 but. And I would live and then be, couldn't understand why everything was such a shitstorm because I couldn't get out of my own way. And you know what, you guys? I've been awake since 2016. And I would sit, uh, like the last thing on my list was my meditation, mm-hmm. but it was the one thing that made me feel the greatest. Like how stupid is that? We do that all the time. The one thing that makes us feel great or the lifestyle choices that make us feel great are always the things that get pushed down to the very last thing. And that is how you keep your vibration is by making the steadfast commitment and doing these changes. Like we make it as humans, we make this be so much harder than it needs to be. And you can run instead of crawl, but we want, it's almost like we want to crawl. We enjoy the pain, but now we're in this, like this moment of time and this energy, and there's no denying it. There's no denying it. There's no denying the the split. Mm -hmm. Um, the people that are spiraling up, you're seeing it clearly. And those people that are, you know, in the lower vibration and they're the judging and they're the lost and they're the ones that are throwing the food at the lights like us. And of course they would. Of course they're going to, mm-hmm. because you always judge and make fun of, of what you don't understand. And this whole episode is to tell you guys, like, you're not alone. You're not alone. And it, and it is hard. I don't want us to get wrapped up in that label of hard, right? And using that as can, becoming like a crutch. But it, it is hard work when you're bucking against the status quo. Mm-hmm. But if you had listened to the channel on the weekend that the guides had said, they said, do this work now really, really stand out because before you know it, people are going to raise their hand and be like, oh yeah, I'm advanced. I've been doing this stuff because it's going to become mainstream and it already is. So even though your vibration might not be in this, there's a whole world that is in Mm -hmm. this, right? And that's another thing to really pay attention to just because you're the only one in your, all your friend group and family that's in this vibration. You might think that you're crazy or you're losing it and that no one else is doing this. But let me tell you, find your community, find your community, find your tribe. You need to find these people and the whole world changes. And that's where the guides kind of hit us on the head today being like, Hey, you Coco, Carly, Scott, you guys have your community. You're leading this community. You don't see the other vibration. Cause it's, it's true. Yeah. We're, we're pretty, we're pretty closed off to it because we've built a life of not seeing or experiencing that. And we just don't allow it in our life anymore. Yeah. So we kind of got, you know, the hammer put over our heads being like, but your community still does. So we understand that you guys still do. And, you know, we, we know that, that it's challenging and how do you keep your vibration? And we hope that this gives you the insight that you need to know that it all comes down to you. It always has. And that nobody else can affect you. And if they are affecting you, that's because your wounds are controlling you. 
and that's okay. But there is people like me and my team that can help you recognize those wounds. So why, you know, why not un unearth them instead of keep sitting there being like, I can't understand why Carly triggers me. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't understand why I'm going through this. There's always a reason. There's an energetic reason why your body is showing something, why you're in this and all the things. People are going to have their opinions. Let them, let them. You know, everybody's a large portion of the collective is asleep. Does it phase us? It doesn't because we've done the work and we're continuing to do the work and it's not where we reside. Mm -hmm. And together we are better and you guys are doing amazing and just keep doing the work, keep finding the mentors, keep finding the things that resonate with you, but stop listening to people who are not going where you're going. And Carly hit the nail on the head with that. You know, like just because you're- I'm like, with what? <laughs> well, just because it's your mom. Yeah, Or just exactly. because it's whatever, like even Scott, there's been moments in the last few weeks where he's telling me how something has to be, but you know, it's like, okay, but you listen, you listen, respect, use yeah. your discernment and make your own decision. Exactly. And it, and if it's the same as what they're telling you to do, great. Yeah. If it's not, that's great as well. And if people are triggering you, they're triggering you because number one, you're on a different vibrational frequency. Okay. Or you're triggering them or you're triggering them or your wound is still controlling you. Mm -hmm. Like I know people unfollow us. They hide us. I had a guy over, um, one of Scott's friends' partners was over on the weekend and he's like, I met you two weeks or two months ago and when you gave me this book and I looked at your Instagram, I was it was too much for me, it was too mm -hmm. much for me. And I'm like, but why was it too much for you? He's like, well, because it was stirring. I had yeah. to look at things in myself. And I'm like, yeah, but now he's like, now it's clicking because now I'm ready. So you're always exactly where you need to be. And I said that yesterday on my Instagram. If I trigger you or you want to unfollow me or you want to hide me or you want to disgust me mm -hmm. or even Carly's words or Scott's words, it's because that has everything to do with you and our light is just shining that on you. Mm -hmm. And that's hard to process when you don't want to. And before I go, what's coming to me is how the guides had said that we always manifest everything into our life. And yeah, that, it's like self-fulfilling prophecy. And that was a hard pill to swallow mm -hmm. because when I was going through my journey, especially last year, I remember saying to Scott, oh my God, so you're telling me I manifested this and this and this. And he looked at me and, you know, kind of a, a loving partner in pain kind of was <laughs> like, well, no, I don't really think so. Because um, I don't think you ever told me I did. Um, but now looking back, I'm like, oh, 100%. Because for the 10 years that I ran um, my previous life, I lived in lack. Mm -hmm. Everything was lack. Everything was competition. Everything was greed. Uh, people are not going to have enough, blah, 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 blah. And then I manifested that out of my life. And then why did I manifest that out of my life? To heal my wounds. Mm -hmm. So notice what you're manifesting out in your life. It's a hard pill to swallow. I get it. Because <laughs> you want to be like, no. 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 <laughs> right? Because the guys even said that to you about a partner. You know, when you yeah. focus on not having that partner, then all of a sudden ego is going to give you all the partners you want. But they're Oh, well, be... it's like what I was saying. Like, we had talked about this before, how, like, the 
uh, law of attraction is a well-oiled machine. Yes. So if you are throwing out there that, uh, that you know, you, I don't have enough money to do all the things I want. Okay, well, you're literally telling the universe that you don't have enough money to do anything you want. Yeah. So you're not going to have enough money to do everything that you want. And if you haven't listened to that episode, the law of attraction and instant manifestation, like go back and yeah. you can go back and listen to that because that's the energy we're in right now. So yeah. It's instant man- manifestation versus the law of attraction. And it, it's a it's a big one to help you with your vibration too. So again, you guys keep going. We're, we're in some amazing, amazing times, energy uh, leading up now until the Lion's Gate on 888. And uh, we're here to support you. Again, follow us at Soul Rehab Podcast and Scott, Carly, and I all have our Instagram. The tags are all over on our various accounts and find the mentors. If we're that, wonderful. If we're not, find it. Don't walk this alone and learn how to really understand who you are as an energetic being.